Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Easy does it. Do it easy. We push up on the cuties and let them squeeze me. Relax a little. It's been a long day at work. We the Sideline Junkies. And I'm chilling with Delonte and BJ. How y'all doing, fellas? What up, what up? Junkies, what's going on? Man, you tell us. What I mean, a glorious day to talk NBA basketball. Yeah, man. If Get you your champagne glasses. Yeah, hey, champagne glasses. We toasting. We got the party hats on. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it has finally happened. Good. And... If you've been in your office cubicle all day, facing a wall, or you've been under a rock, the Washington Wizards have finally relieved Ernie Grunfeld, the GM, since 2003 of his duties. June 30th, 2003, this man has been the GM of the Washington Wizards. Fellas, Let's 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 talk about Ernie for we got five minutes on Ernie. Let's talk about Ernie. Off the top of y'all head, what do y'all think his best signing was? Mm, his best signing, um, I would say giving uh Brad the uh, the max deal. I think Brad, uh, I think Bradley deserved it. But we talking about from outside of you know, like a, a, I'm, a talking about period. I'm talking about period. What, what do you think his best move was? Period. You know, now you know what, and uh, I know yeah. a lot of people might be like, really? But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Paul Pierce one year deal because Paul Pierce, if if y'all remember that playoff run, he 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 was lighting it up. He had he he kind of put the Wizards on a map, uh, kind of. Word. Well, uh, putting the big three together, you know, signing signing Gill as a free agent, um, trading Devin Harris, Christian Layton, and Jerry Stackhouse on draft night, and getting Antoine Jameson, and then you bringing in uh, Karan Butler later on down the line, and just for, and you got all these guys for out of everybody. The biggest name that you got that you traded away was Jerry Stackhouse. You got these guys. You put the big three together for pennies. You traded Kwame Brown and LaRon Prophet and got uh, Karan Butler. And LaRon Prophet went on to win a, a, a championship with the Lakers. Amazing. That's about it. And and I and I I'm gonna put the Gilbert I'm gonna put the Gilbert signing at number one because Gilbert changed his franchise. Um, I will give him credit for building that big three. I think that big three was robbed of going to uh, East Finals with the LeBron James travel. Crab dribble. Yeah, I, I really that that was that was definitely one of those you know pocket calls that should have been called that changed the the outcome of that series. So I'll give him credit for the big three. Gilbert, Antoine made you and Karan Bullet made you excited to be a Wizards fan. The stadium was. Uh, let's not forget about you know the Larry Hughes. I mean that 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 team was you know 
that team was really good. The second, the second best thing he did for me was was draft John Wall. Otherwise, from two thousand three to now, I mean Bradley Bill. We we talk. I talk about Bradley Bill all the time. Bradley Bill is a good player, mm-hmm. but we we see that Bradley Bill. He's still on the the three and a half star. He can't really turn the leaf to be that four or five star player we need him to be in D.C. So he was a good pick, but I don't think he's if we talking about guards in the league, is he top 10 guards? Nah, he probably might be top 20. He's not top yeah. 10. Yeah, I give him I give him top 15. But, you 15? Know, he, he, yeah, I give him top 15. He, around that. He, he's middle. I, I don't want to say because I know a lot of you know people that follow the Wizards love Bradley Bill, and I love him too. But it, I just think that for his skill set and what they want him to be, maybe it's not working. You know, maybe you know, maybe I'm expecting too much of him, and that's not what he gives. But something has to give there. So uh, the big three together: Gilbert signing the big three, John Wall, Bradley Bill. The rest of the stuff you could light a fire to. <laughs> Peter John Ramos, Javale McGee in the first round with the 18th pick. They just never properly utilized him. You he went to Golden State and you saw what he could do. You know Nick Nick Young in the first round, 16th pick, 2007. Nick Young really never matured here. You know he had his streaks. Every time the Wizards played in L.A. or the Clippers in front of his hometown, he showed off. But you never got consistency out of him. So. Everybody else can go by the wayside. Petrov. Petrov, yeah. Verminko. Yeah. I mean, the 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 countless number of wasted picks on foreign players that never donned a Wizards jersey. Oh man. That's what buried this team. And he's picking these guys in the lottery and right outside of the lottery at 18 and 19, things like that. That's what buried this team. The the Non-utilization of the draft, okay. and the petrol and the Petrov deal, and uh, the first round pick was Ricky Rubio. Wow! Hey, can, can I add one in there? Yeah, go ahead. That's that's super puzzling. The Auto Porter Max deal, like yeah. what? I I think I think with the Auto Porter deal, we talk about it all the time. I think with the Auto Porter deal, Kevin, let let me know when I'm, we get into that five minute mark. We 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 hitting it now. Okay, I, I think with the auto porter deal, he was under pressure to one. I think he he had the the fire under his butt that his job was under uh, at jeopardy. So I think it was one of those deals where if I don't give him the max, he's gonna go somewhere else and blow up, and I'm gonna look stupid. And also, I think if the Jabari Parker and Bobby Porter's deal had pushed the Wizards to the seventh or eighth seed in the playoffs, you would not see you would still see Ernie Grunfeld as a Wizards GM come next season, but that didn't happen. Yeah. And as a Bulls fan, I'm jealous because I want Garth Foreman and uh, John Paxson fired. So I'm jealous of you guys. And well, and before we move on from the Wizards, the next thing the Wizards have to do, and I think it will happen because the new, the next GM is going to want his own stamp on the team is they have to fire Scott Brooks. Ernie Grunfeld brought Scott Brooks in here to woo Kevin Durant, and that didn't work. At all, Kevin had no interest in coming here. So, you know, I talk about it all the time. Scott Brooks, this just isn't the team for him. 
You know, I think if KD would have came, they would have had a rapport, but that didn't happen. And I just think this team, you know, needs um, a different ear, different mouth. So we'll see if that happens. Well, there you have it. That's our thoughts on Ernie Grunfeld. Take a break. Come right back. Talk a little bit of the final full. See what the fellas think about that. Be right back. And just like that, we're right back, jumping right back into it. Even got my man Junie in there. What's happening, brother? What's the deal? What's happening with you, man? I know. So much, man. I mean, everything, everything. I'll say that because when it comes to the NCAA, uh, how shocked were you guys that Duke Luck finally ran out? Not shocked. Not shocked. I for real, for real. They they barely and and the uh, the word the key word being barely escaped that UCF game. Yeah, they did. They did. That dude, he he missed a, a elementary putback. You know, yeah. I get it by the pressure, but yeah, it just you 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 look at Duke. You got freshman freshman galore, and you you just wonder sometimes how many times can this these freshmen pull out, you know, stuff that veteran teams do. When is it going to catch up with them? And it caught up with them. And Michigan State gave them a dose, a heavy dose of their own medicine. Mm-hmm. So, well, Junie. I, I know he. I know Junie got to be feeling really I'm good. Very, very, very happy. Me personally, once North Carolina lost, that was pretty much it for me. But Duke was my backup, and the way they lost, they won those. They won against UCF and Virginia Tech by one point. And it's always that last second shot that they stop. But it didn't make sense. How are you getting away like that? But then Michigan State beats you by one. So. Well, fellas, Saturday at 6.09, we got Auburn at uh, Auburn at Virginia going at it, number five versus number one. And then uh, the game after that, 8.49, we got number three, Texas Tech and Michigan State. Let's. Let's go with the Auburn and Virginia uh, game first. Who you guys taking in that game? I got UVA. I got yeah, I got UVA too. Yeah, I got. I'm rolling with our hometown team, which is UVA. I, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be too much for Auburn. I think they finally got that monkey off their back of getting out. Uh, you know, not getting bounced out of the tournament early. So. I, I'm going with UVA. I, I got to. Junie? Michigan State, man. Uh, he having a little technical difficulty. All right, well, we'll come back to him. Um, all right, fellas, what about the Texas Tech-Michigan State game? I'm going with Michigan State. Oh, I'm going to go with Michigan State. 
Well, um, Michigan State's my new favorite team. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It, it's it's kind of hard to ball against Tom Izzo. How, Tom Izzo has been doing it at a high level for close to 20, 25 years, I believe. That sound about right. Because now, not to show uh, my age or our age, but I remember a point in time when, you know, they made it all the way to the Final Four against Scooney Penn and Michael Red of Ohio State. And they had Mateen Cleves. Uh, who else is on that? Jeez, uh, they had a st- uh, uh, NBA laden team because oh, yeah. a lot of those guys from that team made the NBA. And we were just talking about Mr. Izzo the other day, scolding hit one of his freshmen, and and we talked about it. You know, when you expect a high level of play, when you expect to be. You know, when you when you think of teams that will have contention to be in the Final Four year after year, you think Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State, uh, Kentucky, Kansas. You know, you think Virginia, Villanova. You these are the teams that come to Gonzaga. You know, these are the teams you reel off in your head. Mm-hmm. So to keep that high level of play, you got it. You you have you can't you can't take. Slip ups, and, and you see where it got them. They in the final four. Now, think about this. I'm gonna throw this these stats out here. And he started. Uh, he came to Michigan State in 1994. They call him. I'm sorry, 1995. They call him Mr. March. Uh, uh-huh. 2000 NCAA national champion. 2009, uh, they played in the championship game. Eight Final Fours, nine Big Ten championships. Six Big Ten tournament championships in 24 years. He's also got 22 consecutive NCAA tournament invites. Wow. I mean, outside of, you know, Coach K, I'll even put Roy Williams in there because Roy Williams was doing it at Kansas before he came back home to North Carolina. I think Tom Izzo is on the the, the current Mount Rushmore of successful coaches right now in Division One basketball. Yeah, I I agree with that. I can agree with that. I, I just you talking, talking about Coach K. You talking about um, Izzo. Uh, Izzo. You talking about uh, Syracuse, Bayham, and Bayham. And we talking about and, and Roy Williams. Yeah, and Roy Williams. I mean, who else? Who else is cracking their face in that top four? Not right now. Not, not that, that's coaching right now. No, not right now. No, because and that's the old guard. I mean, Beheim's been the coach at Syracuse. Jeez, I think he's been the coach at Syracuse longer than I've been alive. I mean, his his coaching at Syracuse go back to uh, John before John Thompson's days when when John Thompson took over Georgetown, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that's a long time, man. Oh, I, I, I'm I'm looking here. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, because remember, I I, I remember watching the uh, the Big East uh, special. I forgot what it was called, but uh, uh, know, uh, the Thirty for Thirty Requiem for the Big East. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was. Bayham been there for a long time. Nineteen seventy six. 
Yeah, that's not about right. Cause when did Big John get to Georgetown? Uh, did he? Hold on. Jeez, I, I and I just looked it up. I'm sorry, <laughs> but no, I was I was looking at uh, I oh, speaking of which, while I'm looking that up, did you get the uh, the, the 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 Instagram live from Team Nine Eighty that I sent to you uh on Instagram? I, I wanted to sit down and watch it when you when I saw Big John behind the mic. I wanted to really sit down and enjoy because you haven't heard. Big John was uh, started coach George seventy two seventy two. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to really sit down and listen to it because that's a treat. You know, he he went off of air what almost fifteen years ago. No, it was a uh, two thousand. It's been six years. I thought it been longer than six years. Uh, let me see. What's this? Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, it was six. It was February two thousand thirteen. Okay. Because okay. I'll never forget that show. I, I shut down my phone. I wouldn't talk to anybody. Anything. Yeah. So that. Hey man. Oh, get back. It was February, two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. Okay. Okay. So, but hey man, I I think I think it's gonna be UVA and Michigan State in the final. Now I'm going with, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Michigan State. Yeah. Same yeah. I, I just think they they. They they beat Duke. They showed you know they're versatile. They can play, you know, shut down probably one of the biggest going to the rim threats in basketball and Zion Williamson. You know, not shut them down, but you know what I'm saying. They you know they held their own. They they're very well coached. You know, Tom Izzo's been there before, so I'm going with Michigan State, man. Same mm. here. See now. You you asking for a lot because my I had this conversation with my mom the other day and I said I don't know I think UVA gonna take it and when then she you, UVA I I think you know that's kind of cemented it for me because she didn't pick the last three national champions so ah uh, well I, I think I might have to ride with moms on this one to go UVA even though I would love to see Michigan State win it but I'm gonna go with the local and say give me UVA. And you know what's what's going to be good for me this week? And I actually this I haven't been able because of work I haven't been able to watch not one tournament game. So this Saturday, I'm a, I'll have my phone all charged up. I'll be out of town, but I'm gonna have my phone charged up. I'm gonna have a battery pack back up, and I'll be watching the Final Four on my phone. You know what? It would have been great if we could have traveled to the final four and checked into a hotel, stayed for the championship game and everything. Now that would have been great. I think it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, cuz we got the Winnebago. You know, we just fired up just there we is. I think that's we only had to get a hotel room if we take the Winnebago. Well, the Winnebago need a uh head gasket replacement, so got some we need some work work done on it. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that done before the summer, man. Hey guys, any any other NCAA notes for the Final Four that y'all want to throw out there? Um, uh, well, you know the all uh, AP All American teams were uh, announced today. Yeah, and Duke had two freshmen on it. Yep. Wow. Crazy man. Uh, Morant made it. Of course, and I think he, I think he's gonna uh, come out. And I think he's going to be the number – I think he'll be the number one pick because that boy is awesome. He is Russell Westbrook with a shot. 
You think? Hold on. You think Morant over uh, Zion Zion in the draft? I would. The only reason why I said it because it's not taking anything away from Zion, but he's raw. He's young, and the type of coaching he needs, he needs another year, possibly two, under Coach K. Bro, but we're talking about the NBA. We're talking about hype machine city. Yeah, and but Zion Williamson is the hype machine, brother. What what's what's what good is it to be a lottery pick and all you have is a rookie contract and then your journeyman after your rookie contract? What good? Uh, see, you're re- you're 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 regressing. We had this talk when Zion was in high school. Uh, no, and I, you're starting I, to sound you're starting to sound like that again. Hold on, hold on. I'm not saying that that's going to be him, but he is so athletic. He's raw. I just I want to see him shaped and polished. I don't want to see him to go into the NBA so raw and everybody's expecting big things, but that learning curve hit him. And, you know, he hits his wall and, you know, a little while after all-star break. I think he's slow. You know, you you know what else you sound like right now? You sound like everybody when LeBron James came into the league. You get scared. I mean, you don't want to see these guys hit walls that they're not used to right now. I think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. He'll be. Oh, Zion, he's he gonna be good to go. And it's a different age and time because these guys play AAU three sixty five. It's no off season, so I, I get what you're saying. But I think Morant is just a more complete player. But depending on who gets the number one pick, either way, Zion's going to go to. Uh, he's going to go to New York. New York gets the first pick. He's going to New York. And somehow, by the stroke of luck, the Lakers are going to be in the top five. You think so? Yeah, I, yeah. Yep, I agree. The Lakers, go, they might even be top three. And remember, I said it right here. April 2nd, 2019. Oh. All right, well, that was the NCAA slash everything segment we're gonna come back right back and we're gonna wrap this thing up and give our thoughts on the entire show and any other little notes and tidbits we got so stay right there welcome back welcome back time to wrap things up fellas um let's let's say uh who would you like to see? Is there a name that pops in mind for a wizard? Who would you like to see? You said for a GM or coach? Both. Because I think Scott Brooks' time is up too. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. God, I I probably need a second on the GM part, but as far as coach, uh, give me uh, Mark Jackson. There it is. I feel the same way. But the thing is, Mark Jackson, uh, as a coach, and he puts his staff together, you'll see a totally different team with the guys that he has now. But it'll be a long shot, and I mean a very long shot. But if they could get the – be able to talk to um, either Danny Ferry or R.C. Buford, of um San Antonio. 
because you know he was the architect with Pop out there in mm-hmm. San Antonio. But yeah, you need you need somebody. Uh, you need somebody like far as GM. No names come to mind. I have to really sit down and look at it. But you need somebody that I, I would I would tap Golden State because like I, I love like I said I love that that core of that team was drafted. Mm-hmm. You know the Clippers. You know. Um, yeah, you can get like, Jerry West to be the GM. You know, you find you have to find somebody that has a track record with good drafting because this team over the last fifteen years have not have, have not drafted well, and that's been their demise. They they if they had drafted better, because you can go to every draft every year besides the John Wall and Bradley Beal draft, and you can see who the, who the Wizards drafted. And who they could have had. You can do that every year. That's true. And, and and it just that's that's lack of talent evaluation, you know. So I'm excited moving forward. I think that hopefully they put the right people in place, the right coach in place. Uh, they got to figure out, you know, what they're going to do. I would not be surprised if John Wall, once he comes back, is traded to a contender. Oh yeah. Come come next season. Mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't be surprised at that because he you know I would I would like to see John win and John's not gonna win here. It's it's, it's going to be rebuilding time and trying to get this team back to respectable levels. So well let let me ask you gentlemen a question. Um now Danny Furry is the interim GM in New Orleans. Uh, don't know if they're gonna remove the interim tag at the end of the season or whatever, but. Being as though he's a local guy, he's a, I mean, he was a local kid. He went to DeMatha, played under Morgan Wooten, the legendary Morgan Wooten. Um, his dad was also the GM of the Bullets that, you know, that were contenders in the 70s. So, it, that you know, Bob Ferry won in D.C. Would you try to go after him or the former GM of New Orleans, Dale Demps? I'm going to take a page out of the Redskins book and say no, because the Redskins tapped the 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 well, the the history well with their you know with Doug Williams and it, no, I, I want the most qualified person there. I don't. I, great, you went to you know local school, your father was this, that, and the other. But does that make you qualified? I mean, New Orleans got their own problems. Yeah, they do. So, and, but know, those are problems he inherited. So I, I think Dale Demps is out of the question then, but those are problems Danny Ferry inherited. But, I would like to say, I would like to see them, assist, whoever the assistant GM is for Golden State, whoever helps run that operation uh, that's made that a first-class organization that people want to go to. Nobody wanted to go to Golden State before that. You know, that's that's what you need. You know, need somebody... I've been saying it since we started this podcast. You have to make the Wizards a destination. Right now, nobody wants to come to the Wizards. They love John Wall to death. They still don't want to come here. He's not enough to draw somebody to come here. So you have to you have to draft very well, and you have to make your own powerhouse. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and this is just me lobbying for, to, to answer your question about Danny Ferry. Uh, him being 
number one, he was in the Spurs front office from 2003 to 2005. Then he went to take on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers general manager job in 2005. I mean, he had LeBron, but he brought in Mo Williams, Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Parker, Leon Poe, Antoine Jameson. Uh, they won the Central Division. They had deep runs in the playoffs. Granted, because of LeBron, but I, I think because he was in a Spurs organization, not only as a in the front office, but as a player, I think that's got to count for something. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because he, he, you know, he has some he has some experience, but you know, who's to say? I, I think when when the league as a whole looks at the Wizards, they see dysfunction. The same thing when they look at the Redskins. Like, ah, John Wall and his 30, $38 million cap. Ah, I don't really want to touch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Bill Max. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but is this when Bradley's played the whole season this season, has he? I believe so. I, I'll yeah. find it before you in a second. Okay. I, you know, I think he might have been, he, he, he's played the whole season because. Injuries nagged him in the beginning of his career, and I was, you know, questioning, you know, when it was time to give him his contract, if they should, you know, should do that as tender as he was. So, but like I said, man, you know, they have to get somebody in there. Whoever is going to be, they have to change the culture of the Wizards. And, I, you know, it's going to be, it's definitely an uphill battle. I think that if the Knicks do get Zion and if the Knicks do draw a big free agent, I think that puts them in front of the Wizards. I think the Wizards fall further behind because the Wizards, you know, for the last couple of years have been a four, five, six team playoff team. And now to go to not making the playoffs. So that's a big, that's a big drop. And you're going to, you're going to be without John for, you know, quite some time. So now you got to figure out, you know, how you going to put this together, who you're going to draft, you know, but you have to get somebody in here soon because they got to start doing their evaluations mm-hmm. and, you know, they have to start figuring out who's staying, who's going and who, you know, what piece of the puzzle they're going to get in the draft to help. And Bradley Bill has played 78 games this season. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's good. That's good enough for me because, you know, nowadays, you know, players are taking off games and, you know, this, that, and the other. So, 78 for Bradley Bill, I think that's really good. So, Yeah, as far as players taking off games this season, you know, at this day and age, back when we were younger and we were kids, it was, oh, no, got a sore wrist, can't play. You know, they hit it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. So, um, as far as the Wizards, uh, I guess we move on to the NCAA and just double-check our picks. Uh, I think Everybody picked UVA or Michigan State, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, I can't wait for Saturday. I actually get to sit down and watch some games and just kind of dig into it. I know Virginia plays a, a slow pace. I want to say Virginia, That when I was looking at the stats early, I think Virginia, as far as uh, possessions per game, they're the, the lowest, which means they play at a, a very slow pace, you know, big man type thing. So, my type and of ball. I, I believe the Virginia big man, I, I, his name escapes me. He's he's drafted lottery potential, I think. Speaking of which, do y'all think Taco Fall will be a lottery pick? 
be honest. Uh, I'm going to say no, just because you got a possibility of three three Dukies going in the first round. You still got Virginia, the boy from North Carolina. You still got um, names escape me. I, I apologize, y'all. It's just a long day at work. You, I think you get 10 players before you even get to him that people are salivating over, so I don't think so. 7 six, 310. He averaged 11 points, 7.6 rebounds, 74% field goal shooter. I seem to beat. No. no. <laughs> you know what? I, I was no. saying that, but I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> no. Man, you know what? It's time to go home. Cause oh, man. The beat, the one play used him like a Kleenex in the dead man. Oh my God, oh, he got was, more skill and more talent than the beat would ever have. Oh, that was that was a good that was a good one. That was a good one right there. You will not do my man Taco like that. I've been watching this kid since high school. You will not do Taco like that. But guess so what? we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't. You know. We know the NBA doesn't care if you're seven foot six. You you got to get some easy rebounds and putbacks, but you know you got guys that. Could jump out the gym and we'll jump over you. Yeah, jump over you and dunk all over you. So, and then I don't know how far as you know games played. Has he has he had an injury problem? Uh, not that I know of. But okay, so you, you know with people his size that that becomes an issue. Yep, you get bad feet. But now yep. let me tell you this before we go. Check out uh Bobo Manute Bo's son. Now he I how I, I don't know how tall Manute Bo's son is. But he's uh, pretty big for his size. He's seven foot two, but he's like Dirk Nowitzki with handles. Yeah, I saw some clips of him handling the ball and, and shooting and stuff, and it'd be interesting to see where where is he at right now. Oregon, but you know he broke his uh, his hand, so he was out for the season. He didn't play much. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he a freshman, right? Yeah, but he, he yeah. he's still going to enter the draft. He was one. What? Is he? He pulling the Kyrie? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't suggest that, but hey man, he's going to be they going they going to go after him, I'm telling you, man. And the NBA goes off of how many when the high school boom was going, how many high schoolers fizzed out because the, the team didn't want to be the, the, they didn't want to be that team that passed on a, a high school prospect, you know, that turned into Kevin Garnett or Kobe Bryant or whoever else. So, but then you always got your Kwame Browns of the world. Yeah, you got guys that went to college for a year or two and thought that they were going to make it. And Victor Page. Uh, yep. Oh, man. Another high schooler that didn't make it was actually Kevin Garnett's teammate, Ronnie Fields, one of the best high school players ever. Oh. I mean, you got guys that fall short because you got somebody in their ear. So, uh, well, fellas, I guess uh, this is going to be a busy week because we got uh, forget the road to WrestleMania. We are walking up WrestleMania's walkway and getting ready to knock on the door in a couple of days. So, sideline junkies, WrestleManiacs will be doing exclusive WrestleMania talk this week. So, 
stay tuned for that. Be on the lookout. Cool. 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 I'll be, you know, I'll be front and center. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm still wondering how, what Don said. He said, I got the boss to come on. I, I still don't understand how you, how you manage that. I mean, <laughs> like, the wild part about it, uh, a week ago, we were talking about getting paid and we haven't got our checks yet. But I mean, hey, the boss is going to be here. So I'm not going to say nothing about no check no more. <laughs> hey, Delonte, you got your subscription and everything for WWE Network? Yes, sir. Oh, good. So, this is what I'm going to say to you, fellas. Uh, SmackDown was tonight. Raw was last night here in D.C. Tomorrow's y'all catch-up day. And we coming on Thursday, man. I, I, I'll post all the times and the links. And, man, a... Wasn't wasn't this Raw Kurt Angle's last? Yeah, this is his last Raw. Okay. Okay. So, if, if you didn't catch it, you, you, you don't have... Uh, have it on DVR or anything like that, just holler at me. I, I got you. I can hook you up. So. Hey, man. Fellas, that's it for the Sideline Junkies. Hey, man, everybody that listen, we appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed our chit-chat about the Wizards and the NCAA. And like like KD said, WrestleMania in full effect. Stay tuned. We'll keep you posted via Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And wherever else. So, hey, man, I'm BJ, KG, Delonte, Junie. We're going to get Junie straight, man. We got to get Junie off that Android. No, that's what he needs. He probably got an yeah. iPhone now. We're going to get Junie off that Android, get Junie straight. We're going to get Big Jim back in here, talk some Lakers, Steelers, and everything else. So, that's it for us tonight, fellas. Always a pleasure. Always. Indeed. Sideline Junkies out. This has been another Sideline Junkies production Sponsored by Anchor FM For any questions, comments Or even if you have a show idea You can always email the fellas SidelineJunkies247 At gmail.com Junkies out